When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I never put much thought into tires in the past. The thought was always to drive what comes on my vehicle, and if I had to replace them, I made my decision based on price. Our friends at Cooper Tires know what they're talking about. Cooper has been an American company since 1914, with more than a century in the tire industry. Each Cooper tire undergoes rigorous testing and are backed by warranty, so you can trust that they'll last for thousands of miles. The Coopers pride themselves on good merchandise, fair play, and a square deal. Always have and always will. Don't overpay or underbuy. Cooper tires do what tires should do and cost what tires should cost. All Cooper tires are backed by a limited warranty, a 45-day test drive warranty, and select products are backed by Treadwear Mileage Warranty, helping to give you confidence on the road. For complete product and warranty details, please visit www.coopertires.com or www.coopertires.ca. And remember, go with the Coopers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Crash Course Pod. We're crashing. Crashing today with Neil. Uh, Neil, take me to Cleve Hill. Where, where is Cleve Hill? What is Cleve Hill? Why did you play Cleve Hill? When did you play Cleve Hill? TC, it's, it's as always, it's great being with you. Um, Cleve Hill rocked my socks, melted my brain. I loved it. It, it, uh, it's my first round. It's in the United Kingdom. It's in England. It is very close to the border with Wales. So it yeah. is northwest of England uh, in an area called the Cotswold. Gotcha. And I was there for a wedding in September um, with my fiance Carson and her family. And I, you know, I actually was, I, I was pumped. I was practiced what I preach in my, in the news, NLU newsletter a lot, which is I was going on a trip to England for a wedding, not for golf. And I reached out to the uh, GB and I roll call thread, the great Britain and Ireland on our, on, on our, our me- on, message board, on the refuge, the refuge, um, which those threads are open to the public and, Basically, the idea is like, hey, I'm going to be in, I just sent a note, I said, I'm going to be in this area, I'm going to be in England for a week, and I'm going to be in the Cotswold for three days, where should I play? Is it, so it's the Cotswold, it's not the Cotswolds? Cotswold is Cotswold. how, okay. I, let me, I mean, I'm probably going to get and flamed I'm, for and that. And I'm thinking, like, as you're looking this up, when I think Cotswold, I think, and this could be the completely wrong, you know, very parochial, very... Cotswolds. Sorry, it is the Cotswolds. Very, uh, like, thinking about, like, the Jennifer Lopez Kate Winslet, The Holiday, that movie, you know, where they, like, they, you know, Kate Winslet switches places. So we stayed in London for two, three days, and then we went out to the Cotswolds as a, it was recommended as, it's kind of a vacation. Kind of a pastoral countryside. Exactly. Country estates. Very, very old, a lot of uh, old pubs and things that have been around since the 10th century, and it's, it was really cool. It was, all the roads are really narrow, and I'm driving on the wrong side of the road, so that was a whole experience. It's not uh, the wrong side of the road, driving on the left side. The left side of the road, excuse me. 
Um, God, I am going to get flamed for this. Um, <laughs> trying to save you. All right. So it's the course is, is uh, well, first, so I reached out to the roll call thread. Immediately, shout out to the uh, to the to our friends in the UK, specifically the Royal and Ancient Company of Dishonorable Golfers. There's a kind of a club within a club, our, our nest club, and uh, those guys responded immediately, and uh, they were like, you got to play this place, Cleve Hill. And actually, the uh, my guy, the CAD, was like, let me set up a, a little, like, let's get a game together. So we set it up to play, I think it was, I can't remember what day it was, but it was early afternoon, um, get out there, and it's like 12 guys from the message board and from the, the Royal and Ancient Club, and we just, we just had a, we had a crack, man. It was great. We had like four tee times and... You had a knock. We had a knock. It was it was uh, delightful. No no pressure. No um, no setup. You know, it was it was just. I showed up uh, with uh, Jerry Riley, who is a, a friend of mine and dates uh, my fiance's younger sister. And so we we went and had a uh, went and had a knock. And so the course is um, it's laid out up on these old like limestone like these old hills and the, and they're actually pretty like you don't realize it because most of the Cotswolds is very wooded and and kind of pasture and farmland but rolling hills but these hill these hills that the <clears throat> the courses on are pretty exposed and um they were uh there's a bunch of qu- uh, quarries so they were mining limestone for years and years up there okay. um and so doing some research and talking to the the guys i played with it was a um it's a uh, laid out by old Tom Morris. Oh, old Tom! Ever heard of him? Uh, and I think golf started to be played there. And then I looked up a little history before this. Um, some great stuff from uh, CookieJarGolf.com, which they do. They do awesome little vignettes and videos on on uh, YouTube. I really enjoy their stuff. Yeah. So golf was, uh, according to them, golf has been played. Uh, at uh, Cleve Hill as early as 1891. Original course laid out by old Tom Morris. Uh, and the word from, um, not from Cookie Jar Golf, but from the guys I was playing with, uh, is that the the good doctor had a hand in um, in shaping some of it. Or, you know, I think he had some input. I'm not really sure. So it's kind of old Tom and Alistair McKenzie are both associated with Cleve Hill. So it's been around a long time. It's very, very public. Uh, it's very, very, I don't want to say bare bones, but very simple clubhouse. I think the course kind of fell on some hard times in the last 20 years. Um, but it just got bought by um, just got bought by a new owner. I think they're going to try to turn it into more of a social gathering place for the area. And so it's up on these hills and it's routed kind of in down across on the side and then up on top of these ridges of old quarries. And it has an unbelievable view of Cheltenham, uh, which is like a big uh, race town. Yeah. And, um, you know, fun kind of vacation town near the border with Wales. So you're up on these ridges and it, you look down, I mean, it's gotta be at least 500 feet to a thousand feet down. You can kind of, they were saying like, Oh, over there, like Southwest, West of us, where we're looking is that's Wales, Cheltenham. You can see the racetrack. And they were like, yeah, it's kind of like a, you know, a very like, like it's like the Kentucky Derby, like race oh, yeah. day out there. It's yeah. like, dude, people are going hard, you know? And so of course I'm like, Oh man, this is like Peaky Blinder shit. Like I'm loving it. It's just, you get this mix of nostalgia um, and just like old school, like kind of learning about like, you know, England. Cause I've never been. And so again, this was my first round out, um, across the pond and just my general feel both right when I pulled up and then, you know, 
throughout the round and after is I just cannot wait to go back and play. It's it's windy, rugged golf. There's sheep all over the course, basically just taking care of the course, and they're just hanging out as you're having a you know having a knock. And the course is is you know it's very. Um, is it linksy? Is it is it parklandy, or is it kind of a? It's kind of like a rugged, windswept parklandy. I, I don't think it's linksy because it's not, you know, I'm not I mean, going to. Yeah, but like, but as far as like, are you playing it on the There's not a lot of trees. Or you, yes. Okay. I mean, the turf is very firm. And from what it sounds like, because it's up on these pretty um, severe slopes, it drains really well. Also because of the limestone. Yeah. So the turf is bouncy. So you're playing a lot, like you're hitting driver and it's very windy. Okay. You're hitting driver and you're seeing the lacrosse ball bounce, right? Sick. When When you're playing. And then the greens are they're they're shaggy they're not um you know they're not like fast it's more like rustic conditioning very rustic and i think some of that's just like you know they're just trying to keep the place alive yeah um and it, it feels very communal in that in that regard it was it was busy it was really good energy out there um and so and what i loved about it was the routing is really it's just really fun it's like every hole you're playing the wind and the elevation factor in differently. So it does. there are some switchbacks and stuff, but it, it feels like, and it's not just like you're playing along the hill the whole day, like this way and then and then back. It's like some holes, like the first hole you're playing like down to the left. You're playing like the hill's going down left and that's the way the hole's going. Mm. And then the second hole, you're coming basically back up the same side of the mountain, I guess you could say. And so now you're playing up to the right, back into the wind. But then the third hole, now you're playing straight up the hill. So there's a ton of blind tee shots where you got to hit it over the hill, go find it, and there's a, a ton of great reveals where you're, you know, you get to the top of the hill and you're like, oh, my God, look at this. And then you start to see um, you start to see the course, like, laid out. So it, it feels like the course covers a ton of ground. You're like, man, there's a hole like way, way up there. Like, when are we going to get there? It's like when you come over a hill at a ski resort okay. on a chairlift and you're like, yo, what runs are those? Like, how do we get to that part of the mountain? And then slowly but surely, you're just working your way like down around and then back up. And you're just, you're almost traversing over these hills. And, and you're like, oh shit, you know, by the 11th, 12th, 13th hole, that's when you get to that spot that you see from like the third, fourth, fifth hole where you're like, what is that way over there? I want to like get we there. We made it to this other outpost over here. Yes, right? exactly. And and that's like up the hill, like way up the hill. So you're, you're like on the first, second, third hole, you're playing on this severe elevation and, and the side of a hill, but then you crest the ridge on the third or fourth hole and you're like, it's when you see that mountain, there's like another mountain over the back of this mountain that's like, holy shit, like, it's like that's it's like a lot bigger. when you get over it, like, you know, at... In Vail, when you go to like blue, you're like, holy shit, there's another mm-hmm. mountain on the other side of this with like blue sky basin or, you know. Yeah. It's like from like the that. base of the resort, you can only see like the, you know, you front range. 20% of it. And then you're like, oh my God, those are so much bigger and that's up in the clouds. That's kind of how it felt. So the signature hole, and I think my favorite hole uh, or one of them was number 13. So 13 is a par five that goes sh- literally straight up like you know, let's use this, the chairlift analogy again. It looks like you're going straight up and over this ridge. Blind tee shot up the hill, par five. So you basically, a big wide fairway. It's basically just like, all right, just, you know, hit it as hard as you can, blow it over that hill, and we'll go, 
we'll go see what happens. You get up there, and it is the one of the best reveals I think I've ever like had in golf. Truly, that's where you you you're walking up. Like I want to say it's southwest is the direction. Get to the top of this hill, and it we're think you know three p.m. It's getting mid to late afternoon, so the sun's setting over there. The weather was great, and it's that's where Cheltenham. Wales just and all of that is very flat so it's like these big it's almost like the way you feel when you're in Denver and you come across it like you land in Denver on a plane and it's the Great Plains and then all of a sudden you just see the pops the front range it just pops out of the ground and this was like a much smaller version of that but it's almost the perspective of being in the front range and looking down out at the Great Plains you're like oh it, it it just looks very flat and but you in can this see case, the though, town laid out for like, it feels like 10, 20 miles from up on top of this ridge on 13. But in this case, it would be so much more visually stimulating to look out upon that because it's not monochromatic. It's There's all sorts of, you know, it's a little bit more lush and there's all sorts of... There's far, there's farms. Farms and forests. And yeah, you're like, okay, so yeah. that's Cheltenham. Then there's this small village over here. And it yeah. just gave me a very big sense of like finally of place because i remember driving there you're going down these windy roads and it's very like if you were to turn around on that hole on uh 13 and look back east that just looks like forest and you know like there's no there's no um you can't see a lot of distance looking the other way whereas you get to the top of this hill it feels like you can see just for miles and miles Mm -hmm. um and so as someone like new to the area i was like this is really this is amazing so then you get up to the top of that hill now you're hitting same amount of severity your second shot you're hitting straight down the hill to this like small green that has is pinched in the front by two bunkers and then has this gnarly grass bunker um fall off in the back and so you're playing the day we play we're playing into the wind and so you're just kind of trying to gauge you know like i don't have a like range finder with me you're just trying to like figure it out as you go it's a total like it would be a great course for hickories just like you got to feel it right because you can't really is it pretty short yeah it's pretty short but the wind and elevation mean that you're hitting a lot of awkward shots that kind of it it negates in some ways negates the advantage of you know hitting it far i guess you could say i'm looking at the at the aerials and they look fascinating it looks like there's some trenches and some you know, yes. some little natural grass bunkers and just like little pathways in the grass. Yeah. So there's a lot of fairway undulation and I actually took, I only took a half set cause I didn't want to travel with my whole bag cause I was only playing this one round. So that also, I think helped me enjoy the round more cause I was just trying to, you know, I was trying to feel my way around the course, um, with a, with a smaller setup. Um, so that whole, just from the, the vibe and the reveal and being the 13th hole and knowing I have like, you know, five, six more to go. It was just like a really great, um, I just great setting and, and a fun kind of, you know, a little Mickey mouse of a hole, but like fun the way I feel like a lot of times when you play in a mountain course, you're hitting, it feels like you're hitting the same shot. Like you're playing the side of the mountain all day. Mm -hmm. Whereas this felt like you were going up and over, you're going straight into the mountain. You know, some tee shots you're hitting straight downhill. Um, so really, really well routed with the elevation and with the wind. My other favorite hole, and this goes to your point on the pictures, is 15, uh, which is a, there's back-to-back par threes, 15 and 16. 15 was, immediately made me think of the mass hole at Waterville. So you're basically hitting to this nice 
really like this green that's set into this kind of um, like cool like amphitheater green. Yeah, rock outcropping, and then in front of the green is an old quarry. So the giant pit, and so it feels like you're hitting over this like you know pit of despair. The wind is whipping off the left, you know, out of the south or the west, across. And you're and and the so once you you play thirteen, you come up the hill, dogleg left. Fourteen's cool, um, and then now you're basically on the ridge line. From 14, 15, and 16. So par 4, par 3, par 3. All three of those are going, I want to say north, just kind of meandering along this ridge line. And then 17, you hit back down, big elevation back down onto the backside, like away from Cheltenham and that whole view I was talking about, okay. back to the clubhouse. Um, but, but I'm jumping around, I know, but 15 was just a really handsome par 3. Uh, you got the sheep grazing out there. There's like horseback riders, just like all of a sudden there's just massive horse and guys just like trail riding. And it's just like everything about it was like very low key, uh, like communal space. People are letting the, you know, the sheep graze. And uh, in the late afternoon, it was just like, I, I had the feeling of like, I don't really want to be anywhere else than right here. I'm on um, their website. It's like, this is like one of the best golf websites I think I've ever seen. Well, I think it's new. I think that's part of the the new owners and and the place almost they almost turned it into like housing or you know sold the land and so I think it's been a real communal effort to keep the place going and I would say like if we're planning a a you know tour sauce or something this is an like dude yeah. we I yeah. would say I was blown away and I I think it's just got a lot of good spirit and soul um, the, so the, like the scale of the of the hills or mountains or whatever you want to call them kind of reminds me of, of what's out at Sylvie's, right? Where they're not necessarily... That is a perfect... They're not mountains, but they're like put it. bigger than a normal hill, right? They're substantial and, and... And do you remember in Sylvie's the way you would, on like some of those holes, you would look down into the valley? Mm -hmm. That was the exactly the view. Like the valley's dead flat for hundreds of miles, except for this like all of a sudden like, oh, these, you know, yeah. these hills, right? Or And that's how it felt. It was like, oh, what, these... Mount, these are like mount, these are more than the rolling hills that where we're staying in the Cotswolds. These are like these are mountains, you know. Mm -hmm. Like in you know, if you're comparing the two, it's like they're just noticeably bigger. And then on the backside of them, it's very flat, looking out towards Wales. Um, and it's you know, it's par par seventy one, sixty four hundred yards from the from the tip, six thousand from the yellows. Like you know, it, like I was expecting it to to be more like shorter and even more more gimmicky than that it sounds like it's you know it's it's definitely like a championship routing right yes and the, and i would say like i said earlier with the routing the routing is, is it feels expansive you're like oh man i'm gonna get way up there like there's definitely a golf hole up there and, but you don't know how you're gonna get there because it's kind of mm -hmm. it's switching back on itself it's it's, well, it's also uh, the kind of place where like distance is kind of irrelevant right it's so firm it's like you you got to hit the right shot, not not the yes, not just as far as you know as far as you want. Because and there's certain spots like you could hit it way up there, but that's not where you want to be. Yeah. And the other interesting part about the routing is like number nine and ten, like I guess this is I'm sure this is common in the UK, but are nowhere near the clubhouse. Oh, like it's like I the farthest that. point on yeah. the course, right? Truly out and in. Yeah, yeah. So you are you know, but it's not like out and straight back in. Yeah. It's like way out here, like in the like if you were looking at a ski map, 
the nine and ten would be on the bottom left. Mm-hmm. It'd be like that chairlift. Oh yeah, there's like the groomed blues way over here. Like low, it's almost like lower on the mountain. Mm-hmm. And then you start to climb early in the back nine up to the top on thirteen, and then you know fourteen through eighteen come across the top of the ski map across the ridge and then back down on the like, the right side. And the clubhouse is over on the bottom right. Yeah. Um, so that was that was cool. It's like I it, it was just a clever routing. How are the par threes? Like, I know you mentioned the one that's like the mass hole, but how are the other ones? Like, just 16 uh, was pretty good. It wasn't my favorite. Um, and I'm trying to remember the ones on the front. Um, I guess they're not, uh, they're not standing out to me. There was one, no, number, I want to say number nine is like a 240 yard downhill uh, par three. So, but there's not a lot of trouble. It's just like an elevation of like, it's just like a hundred or 200 feet down. So it's kind of a, you know, it's a crazy shot. Yeah. Um, there's some cool, I mean, just looking through the website, there's like some cool, like squared off greens with kind of gorsy, yeah. you know, long grass right behind them on one side. And then just like the sheep just have eaten it on the other side. It's like, it looks, it looks like these pictures look like make me want to hop it's, on a plane and go there like next week. The place filled up the tank in a big way. So, uh, ended up playing a match with, with the CAD came down to 18 all square in the grudge match. Uh, I think I shot 76. So very happy with, uh, with that playing the half set. And then we had a, we had a few pints on the picnic tables out by like the bootleg putting green. All they have for a range is just like a, uh, a, you know, janky net, you know, it's great. It's like, there's no pretense. Um, and it was like an awesome, it was awesome to meet up with, you know, 10, 11, 12 guys in the UK that are just diehard golfers, you know, like plugged into the NLU. Just, it was like very much a, uh, um, like banner day as far as just like what's good about golf. The, uh, the, the 2021 greens fees on their website, adult visitor weekday, 25 pounds, Jun- uh, junior visitor, 10 pounds weekend, adult visitor, 30 pounds, junior visitor, 15 pounds. I mean, that's as good as it gets. Serious value, good history. Uh, I mean, you know, if we're talking about TC, you being the bone collector, I mean, this might be like, you know, Big some big time fossils out there. Like it's get like my, the, the, you're gonna find some dinosaurs out there. Get my Angelina Jolie, Denzel Washington. That's right. You know, uh, white coat on and, and really. Yeah. Really so get, get highly high. If you're in the UK, if you're in you know the west of of England, over towards I gotta I want to get to Wales too. Wales is. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I, that's a blind spot. Don't know anything about it. I think I need to get to Scotland first. So looking forward. To, it just made me very excited to get. To Scotland when we go in in April, just like and I know this isn't really Lynx golf, but just the the rugged scruffiness, hitting different shots, playing the wind, like yeah. not and not worrying about like is the conditioning perfect? Are the greens stimping? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Shit. It's yeah. total like ball in the hole. You know the way DJ and I talk about playing hickories of like just takes you out of the golf swing mentality, and it's like man, just put the club face square on the ball and, and try to get in the hole. So, uh, last thing, fun fact. I don't, I don't know if you remember this 2019 at Cheltenham, Lee Westwood hit a super Heinz, really 240 pounds. Super Heinz made like 48,000 pounds off of it. Hell yeah. You know, pretty good, pretty, so, good, pretty good punt. Lee's there. Lee's deep in the, 
oh, Cheltenham oh, horse racing. Loves the horse scene, yeah. Love that. Well, even more reason. Maybe we got to go to a race. I feel like he skipped a tournament recently uh, in he, the last year. Did he skip to Bay go Hill? To, to go to Cheltenham. Yeah, I think big, that I, I know. I think tournament. I think you're absolutely right about that. So anyway, so that's uh, that's Cleve Hill. Um, two thumbs way up from the czar on yeah. the on the on the czar scale. He skipped the players in 2020. The players, that's right. Cheltenham, which is which is crazy. Hell yeah! I wonder if he played Cleve Hill. Probably did. That'd be sweet. So all right. Anyway, good stuff. Thanks for joining, TC. Love it.